Hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Pretty Little Podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping episode 10 of season 2, Touched by an Angel. Interesting. That was a fascinating... And we're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. Love you, girl. That was a fascinating decision to just <laughs> do that. Well, after the after the day I've had, it felt right. What do you mean the day you've had? I was in the trenches. You were not alone in the trenches. I will not hear this. I know, but I'm the one that I'm the one that copped him. Well, mom actually responded to the story on Facebook and said, actually, the one with the checkbook copped him so well that's facts yeah that's true thank you mom for the taylor swift we got taylor swift tickets everybody today yeah so anyway so you thought hmm, i'll do the intro because my mom got us the well, taylor swift tickets that wasn't really my thought process i just kind of thought it would be fun to switch it up hmm. bold choice sorry okay sorry won't have it again oh my god Technology is complicated today. Yeah, that's an understatement. And you want to hear something crazy? Mm -hmm. As soon as I got the tickets and I, like, got off of... Well, I was really scared to actually close out, like, my computer and exit out of any tabs. That anxiety remained even after securing them. Mm -hmm. And Lily, Lily got the confirmation email. But... As soon as I, like, exited out of it, my computer started freaking out. Started mm-hmm. asking for my keychain password for, like, everything. No apps were responding. What everything was, like, absolutely horrible. I had to shut off my computer completely and restart it. Which would be fine. But, like, I was like, oh, my God. Someone was really was, holding things together for me. Was Taylor Swift, like, hacking your computer? Like, why did that happen? Maybe, maybe this was her apology to me for waitlisting me. Her apology was hacking your computer? And and keeping me keeping me in there until the very end. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you meant something more sinister. Yeah, I meant like, is that why that <laughs> happened at the end? Interesting. You know, so as we all know, Phoebe has behind her a tapestry that says Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. And we've got Phoebe Bridgers, Lord, and Taylor Swift on there. And I just think I speak for all of Taylor Nation when I say that I think Taylor Swift gaslit, gatekept, and girl bossed on all of our asses today. Yeah, all while getting a Grammy nomination for a song she wrote 10 years ago. And millions and millions and millions of dollars in her bank account. Truly. (sighs) It's like she literally, she could punch me in the face. She could steal my firstborn child. Yeah, like she could do, she could do literally anything she wanted to me. And I would say thank you because, and and that's what I really, like I already knew prior to today and I've known for my entire life. But wait, wait, oh, this will be fun. When do you remember the first time you ever heard a Taylor Swift song? Yes. And this is actually a really funny story. I was thinking about this the other day. Okay. So Taylor Swift came out when I was six. Came out in 2006. So I might have been five. 
but our song rose to popularity in like when I was in first grade and your first voice teacher actually did an assembly at Lincoln Elementary School and as a kid I thought that Caroline's first voice teacher was Stevie Nicks like as a kid I really at my core thought they were the same person and so she came and she performed and I thought it was Stevie Nicks like the whole time and then she performed our song and the way that she talked about it before performing it made it sound like she wrote it like it was her song so I thought our song anytime i heard it on the radio i thought it was a stevie nicks song oh my god that is funny. but our song was the first was the first one but i think that the first taylor swift song that probably had like an impact on my life i mean the classics from fearless but i think that i remember hearing better than revenge and it really <laughs> awakened something in me as a kid like it really mm-hmm. that really did something for me the same thing that misery business does for me still I remember the first time I ever heard a Taylor Swift song. So I was in sixth or seventh grade and I had just gone to my friend's bat mitzvah and her like favorite for everyone was she made everyone a mix CD, but like it was Mm -hmm. all, yeah, it was cool. And so I remember track 17 on this mix CD. I like wanted to listen to it all the time, but I remember thinking, I love this song. It is so catchy. I love the lyrics. It's a great song. The girl singing it is not very good at singing. (laughs) I remember being like, but somehow I can't stop listening. So, and it was our song. And um, I remember like Googling it and trying to figure out like who this girl was because I literally was like, I love this song so much. And even though I don't think she's that great of a singer. And like, I was always like a very harsh judge because I was like singing. So, you know. It's not that she's she's gotten so much better. She's gotten so much better, but I'm not saying she was like a bad singer. I just always was like really judgmental. I always compare her to Bruce Springsteen, which like pisses for some reason that pisses Lily and dad off. When I say Mm -hmm. that Bruce Springsteen's not like a traditionally good singer, that doesn't seem like a crazy opinion for me to have. He's not. He's not. They just are. They're songwriters. Like, yeah. And there's an authenticity to it. Yeah, it's it's not a bad thing that they're not the best. But Taylor is now like she has really like it's not like she just decided she was done working yeah. on her voice. You know what I mean? Like she's she's really gotten so much better. But yeah, so I remember and then I remember I think the next one I heard was Teardrops on My Guitar and I saw the music video mm-hmm. and I was like, <laughs> this girl is the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. Again, not obsessed with her voice. And then I think yeah. it was Tim McGraw and then I was like oh. fully hooked and fearless had a choke hold on me that that song, but also well, that the was album. probably right when you were like a freshman, right? Like that was like I think right. fearless was like eighth grade. It was 2009. Yeah. So it would have been like either end of eighth grade, beginning of ninth. And then I will, I mean, when red came, but literally like it was like, we were talking about this today. Cause my mom said that Phoebe's the biggest Taylor Swift fan out of all my sisters, which I, do not agree with but that's okay i wasn't making it a competition but then mom did so <laughs> anyway but yeah our mom offered up that information it wasn't even like we were in the queue and there was one ticket left because like my mom i was, was like, like she's not that much older than me and i was like going through life at the same time she was going through life so all of her albums and it was interesting it was like perfect the way that it was for you because it's the age difference almost made it better because 
she was writing about things that she was going through them yeah. but then by the time the album came exactly. out it was when you were going I mean, through literally it. like i remember and that's that like her superpower she can write these songs that are like so specific like telling these really intimate specific stories but somehow they feel like so universally relatable i mean i all my facebook statuses were taylor swift lyrics and i would like intentionally write the taylor swift lyric like like now we do thirst traps back then we did like sadness traps i guess and so i'd like i'd like put it's like posting a song on your instagram story yes and so i'd like put the lyrics and then like you know wait for him to text me but (laughs) so (laughs) but like that was and then i remember when red came out i was on a road trip and listening to it and like that album i was what a senior i think i was a senior 2012 yes i was a senior and I remember texting my yeah, friend. Yeah, that was like a fall. That would have been the fall of your senior mm-hmm. year. I'm Whoa. trying to remember. I think maybe we were going to like Annapolis or something. But I remember sitting in the car and listening to it. And I was texting Michelle. And we were listening to it at the same time, like texting and being like, okay, this song makes me think of this person. <laughs> this song makes me think of this person. And we're like relating all the lyrics back to our life. But like that was like my life growing up with taylor swift i felt like she was narrating my experiences literally and i still feel like that (laughs) but yeah i mean she really and i feel the same way about lord it's different obviously because lord has such a more limited discography but they are able to capture feelings so well and like trap them in a song oh my god lord is so good i think one of the most complimentary things you can say to an artist is that, like, you can't listen to one of their songs anymore. Yeah. Like, because it, when it, like, there are songs, like, Best Day by Taylor Swift, Ronan, yeah. Soon You'll Get Better. There are so many songs that I just, like, can't listen to because of how well-crafted they are. Yeah. Um, This is a very Aria conversation. It is, is it not? I guess, but it makes me sad that you said that. Why? Because it's embarrassing. I- I'm part of the conversation too. That's true, but you <laughs> kind of retracted for at the end of it. You were distancing yourself from the conversation. <laughs> I felt like you were distancing yourself in that moment. <laughs> yeah, well, I was having a, d- a thought when you were talking. And what was that? And what was that thought? It was that when I was in college um, and Pure Heroin had come out like the year before I was in college, I think. But and Chloe and I were like super depressed in like the fall of our freshman year. Well, that's honestly like the worst time for that album to come out because it's all about like loving suburbia and being a teenager. Like the nostalgia for like your high school, like hometown, like the people, like whatever. And yeah, so we were and it was like I remember we were like. It was around when we were going home for like Thanksgiving and winter break. And it, it just, we like made a playlist called like Sad with Chloe or <laughs> Sad with Caroline or whatever. And like it was just all Lord. And still when we listened to it, we're like, oh, freshman year, like walking to the battery with pumpkin coffee after going to the yeah. gym. That's like, that's what her that's album is. Exactly. I, Dan and I were obsessed with Lord in high school. And the summer going into like freshman year, of high school or freshman year of college it was truly like i I couldn't listen to any of it it was making me so upset it's really like 
yeah, and it's like the lyrics are just so poignant. Spot on. Yeah, that it's just awesome. Yeah. Anyway, the fact that she was so young when she did that. I know whole it's album. wild. But I want I want that Lord again. I just me too. You know, yeah. I think it's coming back. She made a statement. She said she's ready to get back to her. I pop saw music, that. So. Yeah, it made me happy. Thank God. Um, I'm glad you had this moment for you. Yeah, like take this but moment now for it's you about and us. like thank you for sharing <laughs> it with me because I do love some of the songs that we now have, but like back to your roots <laughs> yeah please don't do that again <laughs> get back in the cave and like start doing your weird girl movements and write a fucking song about being oh sad my God. in the fall i saw a video of lord and at first i watched it with no sound so i was like literally what song is she dancing to and i turned it on and it was ribs oh but the way that she was Do dancing you mean the dance anthem was <laughs> <laughs> yeah i danced to that song all the time yeah but she is lit- she's dancing like it's perfect places playing. I, like, I know. You know how she like moves her phone? <laughs> yeah. And she like I love how she like glides across the stage. Like she takes like six foot steps every time yeah. she moves. She. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, okay. So I hope that if you wanted Taylor Swift tickets, you got them. And if you didn't yet, they officially go on sale tomorrow if you're listening to this on the 17th or thursday yeah then they go on sale officially tomorrow so hope is not lost but yes. someone um, actually wanted us to talk about Ticketmaster. my <sighs> friend actually who we call the Ticketmaster in our friend group because he's always the one to like, go get tickets and i texted him today and i was like i have never had more respect for what you do for us <laughs> than i, than I did today but he asked that we say we talk about Ticketmaster, and here's what i have to say to Ticketmaster. I think you need to be shut down and I'm going to take that part out. I think you need to be shut down and everybody should be fired. Just like get it together. Get your fucking ass up and, and work. work. Like it really today, it really seemed like no one wants to work anymore. <laughs> because <laughs> Especially when you pause the queue. What the fuck was that? I, oh my God. Well, this was the sequence of events at my house. Oh my God. This so, is horrible guys. Me, Phoebe, and my mom are all on a FaceTime, and we are all on our separate devices. We all got, um, well, most of us got our codes, and we're all (laughs) in line. (laughs) And it's, like, taking forever. We're on this FaceTime for, like, two hours, whatever. And so I'm, like, moving fast, and I'm getting there, and I get in, you guys. I get into the spot where I can pick our tickets, and prices are, like, they're not as bad. There are so many options. They're not as bad as we thought. It's like things are looking good. So I'm picking out the tickets and then all of a sudden something happens. Ticketmaster like glitches. I think there was a glitch. <laughs> so <laughs> then it's asking for my code again. And so I input my code and it says incorrect code. And so I try putting my code in for like every single type of ticket, incorrect code over and over and over again. And then it kicked me out, sent me back to the beginning of the queue. I was in there and I had to go back and wait with the 2000 plus people in front of me. So luckily Phoebe, my mom had not abandoned their posts. And so Phoebe was the next person to get in. And so she was able to get But even that, well, actually mom got in first. Mom was like, I'm in. And she was looking, and then the website oh, crashed. Oh, it sent her back. She got a the server same error. Fucking thing. But then, so I get in, and I'm like, oh my gosh, don't want what happened to my mom to happen. I would go to click tickets. It happens to me, but I just try clicking my link again from my text or Lily's text, I guess. 
and it sends me back and it says one person in line you're next in line i was like okay oh my it God. just put me right back into the queue and then i got in and it worked Thank God. but yeah oh. it was here's my favorite take of the day Ticketmaster, what's going through your head when you tweet out this demand oh was unprecedented? God, because truly, like, I would like to know your definition of precedented. Yeah, oh, because you were this shocked? was precedented. You sent out. You the were shocked. Exact you were appalled. You literally planned for this. You planned. You for were this. shocked that everybody you told to show up at 10 a.m. showed up. I mean, literally. You. It's not like you sent us the text a month ago and forgot. You sent it to me less than 24 hours ahead of time. And also. You didn't think she's I would the biggest be artist there? in the in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. I don't know I what can't. you thought was going to happen, but I'm disappointed in you, and I hope Taylor's disappointed in you too. Disappointed. I saw someone. I was just going to say I saw on Twitter someone posted like me to Ticketmaster right now, and it's the clip of Hillary Duff from a Cinderella story going, yeah. "Waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Useless totally. and disappointing." Amen. Truly. And honestly, I, you like we said earlier, I would do anything for Taylor. And if Taylor so much, if Taylor anything like kicked her. me into the street, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I was in your way. Yeah, but I do think she needs to make a statement. I agree because are she did a couple things. One, when she did the Reputation tour, there were actual tangible things fans knew they could be doing to boost their spot in line. There were incentives that weren't just like okay, maybe if I buy every anti-hero remix, I'll be mm-hmm. boosted. It wasn't like that. We knew what we needed to be doing to get tickets. And she told Ticketmaster they couldn't do platinum pricing. And she didn't block them from doing that this time. So that's why tickets ended up being $700 with fees. Oh. Taylor, yeah. please do better. I think I she know needs you to can. say something. I yeah. think Taylor needs to make her own ticketing competitor. Oh my God. Well, it's only a matter of time, honestly someone's going to they better so that was wild um what a day let's move along to the next order of business which i i have two things i really want to talk about um but do you want to start with one of your things um i just wanted to quickly discuss how i think the 1975 intersects with the music taste of our girls because okay so like i have to be super honest (sighs) when i think the 1975 i'm still thinking just like chocolate and sex and maybe there's a song called girls Mm -hmm. well that's harrowing to hear yeah i really like haven't super kept up so i i don't think i can speak on it well, the way that you want me to, but we had a lot of people vote on the poll you put up. Yeah, so a lot of people were clearly. I'm people that said yeah. no. Absolutely, fuck off. Spencer for sure would have fucked with moly. sex. She would have loved that first album, and here's why. Number one, I think that okay. Well, I'm gonna start with Aria because we all know Aria listened to them because she saw. Yeah them post something artsy on tumblr and was like oh my god they this posted is my new like a band. black and white picture Literally. of them like smoking a cigarette wearing doc martens yeah and like there's a girl with red lipstick somewhere in the picture and mm-hmm. like the whole picture is black and white but the red lipstick is yes red. and she was like <laughs> that's the band she was for like, me smells like chocolate <laughs> Yeah, and she, like, thinks they're super underground, but she really only, like, she heard Chocolate, bef- maybe before it got popular, but that's really Do the only song. Do you remember, song. though, when, like, one of the first times we heard Chocolate or, like, when it had just come out, how 
mom the visceral reaction mom would have to oh that my song. god she was beefing with that song she was like you can't understand anything he <laughs> says and i mean she's right yes but it's but oh, yeah. even no no, no, no <laughs> even on no, sunday no, no. when i so i went to go see the 1975 on sunday that's what brought all of this up but i texted my mom that i was finally getting to see them because i've wanted to see them for so long and my mom was like i hope you like the pig blatten band and when we posted like what do you want us oh, to talk that's about what she means. we recorded she said pig latin <laughs> and it's because she that's keeps... what she calls them okay i did not and i was like what the fuck is with pig latin because she yeah i guess she mentioned it in like the group text too and I was yeah like, what is going on with pig latin like what am i missing oh my god that's funny i assumed we like talked about it in the last episode because now she listens <laughs> yeah hey mom um be careful what we say now because she's listening <laughs> texts us and wants to yell about some subject matter okay i'm um, sorry continue on aria never really got out of the hits but likes to say they're her favorite band maybe has the 1975 shirt that's black and white with like the album cover on it mm-hmm. thinks she's so cool spencer listens to it and actually appreciates it and it like makes her feel dark and intellectual but she doesn't mm-hmm. really talk about it Emily okay. couldn't care less. Doesn't like them. Yeah. But Hannah is the most hardcore 1975 fan of wow. all four of them. 100%. I think she Explain is. Explain your I have theory. a couple reasonings. One, she's the coolest of all of them. Maybe not right now in the show, but I think we're getting into the era where she's going to start to appreciate music like that more. But what I will say, we have that scene when Ashley talks to someone after hannah goes through a breakup or something sad happens and she says hannah's just in her room and she's just been listening to elliot smith all day oh yeah i forgot about that hannah listening to elliot smith is such a part of her personality or her life that her mom knows that she listens to elliot smith yeah so i don't feel like it's that big of a jump yeah i think that's that's a good point wow so i feel a lot of thought into this it's your dissertation thank you i had a conversation with a friend about it at the concert but so I'll give, I'll <laughs> at give the concert credit. at the concert he was like and then Hannah's <laughs> mom says elliot smith yeah oh my god at the concert that's a perfect time to have that conversation because the other person doesn't have to fucking listen to you they can pretend <laughs> they're not listening and they're and then that way they didn't have a conversation about pretty little liars at the 1975 concert <laughs> the couple next they feel to better me, about that the couple next to me was fighting no way no 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 no, no. like it was, they were screaming at each other throughout the whole concert. <laughs> and the boyfriend was being such a dick. She, the, the, That's this girl, some Genevieve Aaron shit. This girl was like so excited to be there. Like so happy. Aww. They went to get beers. She sits down. She's so excited that it's starting. And I can tell that he's not happy to be there. And she's like, he sits down. The concert starts. She stands up and he sits down. And she's like, can you just stand up, please? And he's like, no. And she like snaps back at him and he goes, why are you mad? And she goes, because you're irritated. And then eventually he stands up and she's like trying to get him to dance and all this stuff. And she goes, can you at least pretend like you're having fun? And he goes, oh my God. that's not really something I can fake. Ew. Gross. I know. I wish and I had been there. It was at the point where I was like, girl, you just, cause she would just, it was like a situation where she just kept trying to to get his attention the entire night like trying to dance with him Ew. and like do also i was like just have fun on your own and let him drive you home and then but break that up does with them. suck that he fuck yeah break up with his ass i'm sorry if you're going to 
something that you genuinely enjoy with your partner and they like make you feel bad about it the entire time, but they agreed to go, especially like, like if, listen, sometimes Anthony's like, Hey, Caroline, let's watch this movie. And I'm like, no, because, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm like, I don't want to take away from this experience for you. And you're not going to, you're not going to like how I watch it. You're not going to like the comments I make. You're not going to like that. I'm going to be on my phone for half of it because I'm just frankly like not my thing. This isn't my thing. That's okay. I don't want to make it like less cool for you. You know what I mean? But there are some things that it's like, I want to share this with you or he wants, it's like really important to him that we do it together. And then even if I don't love it, I'm still going to like at least be nice about it. Like you don't have to be like, Oh my God, I fucking love this, but you can be supportive and like, be like, I'm so happy. It makes you so happy. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry. If your partner can't support you and can't be happy that things are making you happy, then they are not the one for you. And you need to ask yourself, you need to look inward and say, why am I settling? Why am I accepting this love? Is it because I think I deserve less and that I don't deserve to be happy? And if the answer to that is yes, or the answers to that, no, I'm telling you it's actually yes. And <laughs> you need to get out. Get out. And you so that is that. Life lessons with Caroline. I never know when it's going to hit me. Yeah, but then they just, so they just keep coming. What are the two things you want to talk about? Okay. Much more serious. Much more important. Much more pressing than anything you were going to bring up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two rumored relationships in oh. pop culture. And Wait, these are good the ones. Second one? Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I'm gonna start with the one that's like not as relevant to us. Me. The first one is Emrata and Pete Davidson are allegedly dating. They were seen. He had his hands all over her. Yeah. Were they ever linked before this? No. But Why this is, is a pivot I saw coming. Did I think he we date all kind of saw coming? Who looked like her? Kim Kardashian? No. They don't look alike. Here's his dating history. <laughs> Cassie you, David. Look at this roster was like his going. first, like who he was dating. Dumped her for Ariana Grande. Leaves Ariana Grande. Starts, I think, Kate Beckinsale was next. Then I think Phoebe Divinier, whatever her whatever name her is her from name Bridgerton. Is. Then I believe it was Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And now Emily Ratajkowski. And I texted Phoebe about it. And she <laughs> said, who is that? <laughs> and she wasn't asking about Pete Davidson. I couldn't believe my ears. I said, what? <laughs> what? What? You don't know who Emily Ratajkowski is? Do you live under a fucking rock? <laughs> I'm sorry, you know everything about the 1975, yeah. but you don't know who Emily Ratajkowski is. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. I know who that is. Okay. Okay, thank God. <laughs> if you're listening Wait, and you no. don't know who Emily Ratajkowski is, turn this off and go look at Wikipedia. <laughs> go lo- just look at it. Don't type anything in. Just go look at it. Don't Absorb read it. Just look at it. Wait, pause. Going back to Taylor Swift, my favorite thing that Caroline said today, I was like, what do you all think that Taylor Swift is doing right now as we're suffering? And Caroline said, I think she's charging. <laughs> I, Which is really I love funny. this is the sweet little tradition phoebe and i have where at the end of every day i text her and say okay what was your favorite thing that i said today and then <laughs> she's like she tells me and then she's like what about you and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry i fell asleep ask me again tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, that is, <laughs> but I do believe that. I'm like imagining her like in a gigantic test tube of like fluid, but it's got like <laughs> electricity running through it. And she's like, like that's why she hasn't said anything. She's been getting stronger. Well, I, well she says to me about the, the Grammy nomination. Okay, well, that wasn't her. Okay, but back to Emily Ratajkowski and Pete Davidson. What do we think? I think it checks out. I think it sounds great. I think it checks out. I'm not like, here's the thing. I was kind of into Kim and Pete. I it agree. It took me a while, I but I was too. kind of into it. Was pretty bummed when they broke up. Um, but we all knew, like, that wasn't really going to last. I think Emily Ratajkowski has some of the qualities of Kim Kardashian that she's like, basically a sex symbol and she's like beautiful and a model and like out of his league like she's got those things and she's smart like she's got those things going on for her but I think she's like if Kim Kardashian was like alt you know yeah I agree (laughs) it seems this pairing makes more sense to me better but I still don't think it's gonna last but like I'm sure they're having amazing I don't see like I don't know if he's going to be a committal, but he is kind of like a serial monogamist. I don't think monogamist. he's ever the issue. Yeah, I, I literally don't think it's him. I think it, he would be married three times by now if the girls hadn't left him. Like it's fully. very sad. But okay, so the, the next, next couple, couple, the next emerging couple, and this, I rocked my world. My jaw dropped. I'm on Twitter. I'm just, I'm just innocently scrolling to Twitter the other night. I and come across a photo of two people. I'm like, what? What could this? I before I even read it, I was like, what could this say? Because I'm like, there's no reason these two people should have their picture next to each other in the same tweet. What could this say? It is rumored that Lucy Hale and wait for it, Jacob B. Lordy from Euphoria are dating. This is crazy to me because in my mind at this point, Lucy Hale is like a C-lister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at most a B-lister. You know I'm right. He yeah. is an A-lister at this time. So yeah. like he could literally be dating anyone he wanted. And Lucy Hale is beautiful and talented and great. But it's not like she is, like, the hottest young star on the scene right now. Yeah, and wasn't he just dating Kaya Gerber? Yes! Who's now dating Austin Butler? Wait, that's kind of crazy. She's dated both people that are playing Elvis. Elvis. Crazy. Why are they... I mean, I understand that this isn't a uh, biopic about about Elvis again. But maybe we should have some breathing room between having Austin Butler do what he did. Let's just pit these guy up, these guys up against each other and like yeah. compare them. Yeah. Yeah, but so okay, what do you <laughs> what do you think about this? Well, first of all, I think that Lucy Hale is probably about a fifth of Jason Jacob Lordy's <laughs> I mean, height and like weight and literally. everything. Literally. It it is so okay. It's, it, I mean, she's like a Polly Pocket compared to him. I remember when Ariana Grande was dating Big Sean and I saw someone posted a picture of them like walking hand in hand and then next to it posted a picture of the like oldest iphone charger like the really thick one and the new iphone port <laughs> was like correct like but like it's also just like doesn't make sense physics the physics of it, it all and, and you know that picture of taylor swift standing next to bruno mars at the vmas yes like yes. that's their height difference maybe even it, more because it, it, jacob is dramatic He's massive and she is tiny. Like he's massive for a normal person and she's tiny for a normal short person. Like 
you know and i thought i really thought jacob Elordi and sydney sweeney were gonna be together i know but i mean so much gray area when it comes to sydney sweeney's dating life she just doesn't want us to know a damn thing but jake i don't know i in a way though i'm kind of like i don't know maybe do we know their ages like works i think she's older than him well she has to be but like how old is he that's the other thing that i'm like I'm like, how did this come to be? One second, pause. I need more. I'm ask. Alexa, how old is Lucy Hale? 33. 33. Okay. Alexa, how old is Jacob Alordi? 25. Okay, yeah, it's an eight year age difference. That's kind of big. <sighs> yeah, I, I wonder. Maybe she like thinks because he's so tall, he's actually way older than her. <laughs> maybe they haven't actually talked maybe but i'm dying for more i googled it a second after i saw it nothing. is the rumor actually that they're dating because the article you sent me just said that they were making out which felt gro- that's a gross headlining headline i Ugh. know i don't know i mean i'm assuming i don't know you know what they say about assuming i should stop but yeah so i mean not rock my fucking world so if anyone has any information on this you know where to send it send yeah. it in with haste because i need to know everything about it um okay and that pretty much covers up like what i absolutely needed to talk about um all right you're up for the recap all right so last week and a couple weeks before emily got a stomach ulcer from stress and ren has to run some tests on her and informs emily that they found high levels of hgh in her system she then finds out from a that a had put drugs in her ointment when she hurt her shoulder for some reason, completely lost on me, Ezra and Arya think that they can be public now that Ezra works at Hollis and not at the high school. But Jackie also works at Hollis and is kind of on to them, it seems. Which could be dangerous because Arya is literally still minor. If you'll remember, Barry caught Mike robbing some houses and interrupted the infamous Montgomery dinner party to inform his parents about this. So now we're kind of worried about Mike. He seems really depressed. Byron's super worried about him. And Ella wants to do nothing about it. I'm in the Marin house. Tom is getting married in literally three weeks and is just now asking Hannah to be a bridesmaid. And Hannah is like absolutely not stoked about this, does not want to do it. The girls, this was a while ago, they blackmailed Jenna with the video of her and Toby. Ezra asks if he should be worried about Jason. The answer is yes, but Arya lies and says no. Jason kisses Arya, but this is after we see that he has a dark room in his backyard and like the shed with pictures of her sleeping all over it. Um, I want to start off by talking about Aria immediately. Okay. She's drinking coffee at the lunch table and she fills up every corner of her mouth with this gulp of coffee <laughs> and is like swishing it around in her mouth, puffing up her cheeks what? and her lips. And Emily walks up to her and she swallows it and she's like, it is the most (laughs) it's the most dramatic thing lucy hale really wanted us to believe that she was drinking actual coffee literally literally she's like the one that's like taking acting classes on zoom with like an acting instructor in italy and like so the time difference she has to like wake up super early Mm -hmm. it's like before rehearsal she's in these lessons and she goes in and she like wants to like really employ what she learned exactly and she's like i just wish everyone else was like doing the homework um (laughs) But it's okay. I guess I'll do it for all of us as <laughs> usual. 
Um, I think I was too distracted by what she's wearing to notice the bizarre way she was drinking the coffee because she is wearing, I believe her shirt has a bunch of cats on it. I didn't even notice. It's a gray top with black cats and like red accents all over it. Well, there's not enough of the shirt to really notice because she has her skirt like pulled up right under her boobs and the shirt is tucked in. So it's really just like a little bit of shirt there, but it is definitely, it has cats on it. So that was, that was distracting to me personally, as most of her outfits tend to be. Yeah. So she's sitting at the lunch table with Emily and Emily, she tells Emily that she and Jason kissed or that Jason kissed her. And Emily like comes right out with it. And she's like, look, we found pictures of you in his dark room, pictures of you sleeping. And Ari goes sleeping. And then Emily (laughs) goes or drugged. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Or drugged. Well, Emily's got that on the brain as we know. Spencer comes and sits and they're talking about whatever, how it's a college fair. And what's crazy to me is Aria, first of all, doesn't protest this, which is kind of surprising to me. She doesn't immediately defend Jason, which is kind of out of character for how she acts with people that she cares about in this way that she cares about Jason. But then she's like, yeah, I'm scared. And Spencer like, from like she is like on freaking like she suspends down from the rafters and swoops into her seat and she goes well it's about time she's in her spider-man era she was listening to the entire conversation from where (laughs) from where i do think it kind of is in character though for aria to act like that because it's like well jason just kissed her and she's trying to find a reason to like not be into it and we know she loves the drama that's fair she's I swear I don't love the drama. It loves me, girl. And so I feel like she hears this like really dramatic thing. It's like, this is out of a movie. And she's like, oh my God, I love it. You know, like Mm -hmm. she's like, oh my God, someone, someone has taken pictures of me and maybe drugged me to take them. This is awesome. Like that is like her dream. She's like, this is taking up a whole chapter in the memoir. (laughs) And then she's also like, well, great. Now this is a reason I can use. And we know she does not hesitate to use it to like, you know, be like, I am in love with Ezra because she knows in her heart she can't say that with her full gut, with her full chest right now as a reason she doesn't want to be with Jason because she kind of likes him. Yeah. So, like, her wanting to be with Ezra is just not enough. So she needed this. But, yeah, so Spencer does swoop in and Emily just, like, flat out tells Spencer about the kiss and Arya gets so, so mad. mad. And I just want to say, what about Sparia? Okay? like Seriously. Aria, you and Spencer are supposed to be close too. And and Aria literally says to Emily, thanks, Em. I really needed that today after everything else. <laughs> it's like, what else? It's like, you can take a fucking chill pill, Aria. <laughs> literally. Like, a just basically put Emily in the hospital. Yeah, like we can cut Emily a little bit of slack. You've yet to be put in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You better be counting your freaking luckies. <laughs> wow so you better be counting your freaking lucky stars but i was like a counting freaking lucky totally. that's where that was going. Anyway. Um, and so <laughs> spencer leaves she's going to do something or no aria leaves because she's pissed and then spencer mm-hmm. leaves and emily goes <laughs> then there was one <laughs> and she goes to open her cereal which it is a strange no. looking box of cereal and then she opens it and pours it into the bowl also like who eats breakfast in this way who gets a full bowl of cereal with milk to have in the school cafeteria before school 
I've definitely brought this up before and you have talked to me like I'm crazy for being no. like, why are we all eating a full breakfast at the school? No, what I said was a little bit different. I don't think it's weird that they're convening in the cafeteria before school. Because okay. we, I did that in high well, school. I don't know. But this is like she's, it's not like it's a social thing of like she just grabs something at the lunch line and everybody's eating like a snack before they go to class. Like she's sitting yeah. and she's going to sit with herself even though her friends left and eat the cereal. She mm-hmm. opens the cereal, pours it out, doesn't notice this until she goes to put a spoonful. <laughs> and I honestly wouldn't have noticed. And like, what about you? Because I noticed right away. Well, I assumed that was going to be what it was because I saw that it was an alphabet box. Like, I wasn't thinking. I'm like, oh, they're going to make us watch her unbox her cereal unboxing vid. We're going to have to watch this. Oh, must be something sinister. But if it wasn't, like, if I was the one eating the cereal, I would not have been... I wouldn't have made that astute observation that it's only A's in the bowl. It's not that astute, though, because it's, like, very, like, in your face. Well, yeah, and it's I probably think. on Emily's know. brain a lot. I get it. Yeah. I'm sure, I mean, she, we, knew, we know she's paranoid. We know she's, like, and now it's, like, A's getting into your food that you got at the school, like, whatever. So Emily dumps out the rest of the cereal, and there's, like, you know, a little toy in there, like, you used to get in cereal. And she opens it, and there's a note from A, and it says... The weakest link is the easiest to break. Snapping yet? A. So we, we are really honing in on Emily. Poor thing. So then we go over to a Marin morning scene. And my love for Ashley Marin just grows more and more every day with every passing day. So Hannah's getting super annoyed with Emily. She's like, Emily is so stressed. She's grinding her teeth at night. It sounds like I'm sleeping next to like a, a power saw or something. We know what that's like. Yeah, we can relate. We just shared a hotel room with our sister Lily in Boston for four days. And you know who else notoriously grinds her teeth when she sleeps? Lily Connell. You know who else I think grinds their teeth? Spencer Hastings. Not a doubt in my mind. Spencer probably has a mouth guard that she doesn't wear because of how much she grinds her teeth. Yeah. She's probably like, I I like the pressure. I don't she's know. The, the she, discomfort drives me to do she's better. She's the type who like wakes up like you did that one time and she like can't open her mouth for a couple minutes. <laughs> she's like, okay, this means I'm working hard <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I thought. <laughs> anyway, Emily's bothering Hannah with her stress. And so Ashley Marin's like, oh, well, I have this massage gift certificate. I'm never going to use it. You should give it to Emily. And Hannah makes a snarky Hannah comment. actually has a line that I think I need on a sh- t-shirt because she's complaining about Emily and Ashley goes, Hannah, remember, compassion. Which I like the way that she phrases it because it sounds like it's a conversation they have repeatedly of like, Hannah needs to work on mm-hmm. having compassion for people. But Hannah goes, I have it, just not in the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> Good for, yeah, you know what, Phoebe? I am going to get you a shirt that says that. Compassion, yeah, I have it, just not in the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe, you want a shirt that says that? You got it, girl. Then they just have a little conversation about like a note that Tom sent for Hannah. That's like, I love you. I'm so glad you're going to be in the wedding. And Ashley's like, you know, try to be happy for him. It's a big deal. Whatever. And Hannah says something that I took personally. She goes, well, I just think people make too big a deal of weddings. Like if it needs a tent, it's a circus. And I'm like, well, okay, fair. (laughs) Because if you were going to liken my wedding to something, it would probably be that. So, um, yeah, I thought Hannah was going to be on your side on that one. I know. I'm, I am shocked. Um, and then 
We moved back to the school. Hannah's taking her sweet time getting to school. Well, Hannah didn't want to go because it's the college fair day. We forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. But she thought it was optional. We get back to the school and Aria accosts Jason in the hallway, to which I also say, Jason, there is no reason you need to be in the school this much. I know you're helping these troubled teens, no. these stoners in training, but why are you here all the time? You don't work You know what's going to help these troubled teens? Telling them to go to fucking class and I'll see you after school. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> or like stop to do that, being Jason. into minors. I don't know. That might be good. A good thing to try yeah. out. But so. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with Aria. She just fucking throws Spencer and Emily 100%. under the bus. Without a Which second is classic. thought. Who's shocked? She runs up to Jason. She's like, why do you have pictures of me? She's so excited about it. <laughs> literally why do you have pictures of me and he's like huh and she's like my friends went into your dark room and they saw all your pictures of me sleeping when did you take those and how and he's like so it was your friend she's like who cares <laughs> the police like, uh, maybe I mean, it was like the there are people that definitely would care yeah maybe it was the police yeah but she just i'm like that is so bad friend alert bad friend alert for aria it's going shocker, off in my shocker brain. shocker i know an even more shocking thing is what how Arya responds to this thing that Jason says. So Jason says, Allie took these photos. I found the roll of film and I developed it. Allie took it and I was going to frame them and give them to you as a present. Arya has a reaction that is so perfectly Arya. <laughs> she, her, her gut reaction, her innate reaction is to be like, <laughs> Really? She's like so excited. She thinks it's the hottest thing he could yeah, ever suddenly do. Suddenly, she's like, these pictures." I'm like, it, "That's a little weird to me." I yeah. mean, and I believe him, but it's also like, "Am I believing that, him?" No, that it's fast? a weird idea. That's a weird idea. Yeah, I don't know. Especially when like Ali, it wasn't like Allie took the pictures and Ari was like, "Oh yeah, I remember Allie taking those." Yeah, or those like, weren't like Allie consensual was like, pictures. I'm gonna give them. Yeah, it's like, it's like she didn't even know those pictures existed. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit weird. And it's not like candid pictures, of, pictures of them like at a party. Like do you she's think there are a asleep. lot of pictures of you that you don't know have been taken? Totally. Of course. Maybe of you sleeping. Of course there are. Well, um, one, time, one time. Oh. <laughs> what are you about to say? One time in high school, I <laughs> took pictures of myself sleeping or pretending to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I didn't. I like didn't remember doing that. It was like I was sleepwalking. But my my first reaction, I guess I woke up the way you would wake up to sleepwalk. And my like go to reaction was to pick up my phone and take flash pictures of myself. (laughs) That's what Phoebe does every morning, though. She's like, you know what's more effective than coffee? Taking five flash photos of yourself in the pitch black darkness at seven a.m. But really, get you going. You can see the progression of me, like, at first being groggy taking the pictures. And, and then, then being like, I'm who's taking pictures of me? <laughs> pretending to be asleep in these pictures. <laughs> okay, mom like, energy. Like, it's Mom's like just be like my real cheek. energy. Literally, oh my gosh. Our mom has be real. And she hasn't quite gotten the hang of, like, Her how be the real pictures take. is a national treasure. You'll <laughs> never see it, but it's a national treasure. Just know that it's perfect. Just know that the maybe as a giveaway, a, a giveaway one time will will get a follow for you. If you oh my god! If literally. you are our one thousandth 
follower. Yeah. On Instagram. Yo, get to follow her mom on Be Real. She's not a consistent (laughs) poster, but when she does. But when she does, it's worth it. It's the best day of your life. Always late, but worth the wait, you know? I was going to say that one time in college. I also was going to say that you're going to be bummed that you brought that up because now we have to post those pictures on on the Instagram. Um so stay tuned for that one, but one time I went to visit my friend at his college when we were like I was in town and um I wake up the next morning. I was sleeping on his couch and I wake up the next morning and I like open my eyes and he's sitting on the floor. His head is inches from mine staring at me. And I like wake with a start obviously. I'm like, oh. And he's like, did you know you breathe 47 times a minute or what? Like whatever number he said. And I was like, <laughs> and then I went home. Why did he do that? I don't know. I don't know how long he was looking at me. I don't know anything. But yeah, he was counting the whole time. It was the average. He actually already found the average. Yeah, he, he he's up. like, I haven't slept. Finally, you woke up. I haven't gone to sleep yet. <laughs> I, we, I thought we were taking shifts. Now you have to count my breathing. yeah i don't know it was weird but it's jason energy yeah so while aria and jason are talking about this um someone is listening and it's jenna and we know this because her walking stick like tap tap taps out of a corner but you don't see and we just see like her silhouette yeah just her silhouette and like like you know those frosted glass moments those like windows at school that are frosted glass but they're like (laughs) Like what i just said no 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 but they're like (laughs) no they're like i said it's a frosted glass moment you go you know those windows at school that are like frosted glass (laughs) (laughs) no but there's they're not like actual frosted glass they're like that beveled Mm -hmm. gross textured glass yeah so that's the kind of window she's sitting in front of anyway then aria glides over to the courtyard and sees ezra and stops as if they're gonna be able to start making out literally in the courtyard i also want to know smiles ear to ear literally as if this isn't strange and also he's like high-fiving and handshaking people like he's he's big big man man on on campus campus. it's like the college senior coming back to or the college uh freshman coming back to visit all the high school teachers yeah totally that that energy. energy Um, and so Arya goes like she's gonna say hey to him and she stops in her tracks and she has a great reaction because Jackie Molina is there with Ezra and she has a line it's like kind of quiet but she says to Ezra oh well you know the student body better than I do ew uh, what a Gross. dig 10 points to Jackie Molina love that then she like puts a bunch of medals around his neck and they walk off together and Ezra does not give Arya a look so Mm-mm. I'm and sure she's going to be thinking about that there. for years. Arya stands like that picture of the alien at the door. Yeah. In that doorway. And then, and then there's a possibility starts playing and the camera just starts like circling around her and it's like yeah. fall, winter. Yeah. Um, oh my God. I can't wait till you're home for sp- uh, spring break for Thanksgiving because we can fucking watch Eclipse. We need to actually finish the Twilight series when you're home because this is ridiculous. Um, guys, when Phoebe is home, quick sidebar, when she's home, we're going to be recording a couple of special episodes, which I forgot to mention. So, um, one of them, we're going to do a whole episode that's just dedicated to like advice and like just. So send it in. So send in, we have a few, but like, I guess some of them are probably time sensitive. So send in whatever you need advice with or like 
whatever. If you just have stories, tell us gossip. We want it all. So we're going to do a whole episode that's just that. And I don't know when we're releasing that, but we are also going to do the finale of Original Sin, which I haven't watched the whole season, so I'm going in blind. Um, but we're going to do a recap of that as well. And then our normal episode that we do that will be the week after Thanksgiving is going to be a drinking game episode. So Phoebe and I are going to be playing a drinking game. And if you're over 21, please join us. Join us. Enjoy responsibly. Um, but yeah, so those are the special episodes just while we're talking about Thanksgiving. wanted to make sure I bring those up. So stay tuned. Um, okay, sorry. Then we have a moment. Dr. Sullivan is back, I guess. And she's eight feet tall. Which I did not realize. Oh my god, I completely forgot about this scene. I, know I was like, you did. what is after this? You skipped yes. over it. She's freaking back. And yes. I'm sorry. And to not think a very grand whole, entrance. This whole Mike storyline is kind of like a PSA storyline, it's feeling like. I agree. Because Ella approaches Dr. Sullivan and just rattles off every symptom of depression in teens to yeah. Dr. Sullivan. She's like, he's withdrawn. He's not going to school. He's losing interest in all these things. Oh, and he also robbed a bunch of houses. <laughs> yeah, he's acting out. Yeah. And Dr. Sullivan's like, has he talked to you about this? And she's like, well, no, but whatever. And so she's like, says what we all know, which is that therapists don't really work with siblings, but that she'll recommend a few people. And that's that. But I am thinking we're going to get some more action with Dr. Sullivan because I hope. Or maybe her contract yeah. just needed, she needed more time. Yeah, I mean, she needed some more airtime. Back to Dr. Sullivan, because Emily is at her locker and she's freaking out. Hannah gives her the massage, gets certificate. Emily's like kind of reluctant, but she ultimately agrees. And she's just getting like super stressed at her locker and visibly like bothered. And so Dr. Sullivan comes up to her and she's like, is everything okay? Like, just because you're not my patient anymore doesn't mean I don't care about you and whatever. And Emily's like, no, I'm not okay, honestly. And like, there are things that we didn't tell you and I need to tell you. And so she's actually going to go to Dr. Sullivan's office after school and like come clean, which we'll see how that goes. It's crazy to me because I know A is fucking watching your ass right now, Emily. Seriously. She must be. So, yeah. We then go to Spencer and Toby and they are like. In Toby's words, they are boxing up Ian's life. They're going through all of his things and like sorting through it. And Toby's like Spencer's Nirvana. Yeah. She goes, She's this is, my, this is my favorite memory with him is it's morbid and kind of irreverent, <laughs> but something piques Toby's interest, which I'm kind of like, I don't know. It would, <laughs> it just feel, it just felt weird to me. Toby picks up the yearbook and he goes, oh my gosh, Spence, check this out. As if it's like the coolest thing ever. It's just a yearbook. A relic. And they don't even like, imme- like to me, if I picked up someone's yearbook, especially someone I knew who had like passed away, who had been kind of sus, I would be looking through all the signatures, but they just are looking for his picture, which I'm like, you know what he looked like. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's, you want to make sure like it's actually his or like figure out like what year he was. I don't know. But it is. Yeah. So they, they're looking at it. And they find Ian's picture and thank goodness they do because underneath it is written like every club he's involved in. And it says N-A-T or it says like the N-A-T club. And Spencer and Toby, they don't know what this is. So they're like looking, they're like flipping around trying to figure out what it is. And they go to the signatures page and they see Jason has signed and said N-A-T forever. 
So they go to Jason DeLaurentis' picture. I, I do need to say he looks 30. They all do. Because I know this picture was taken recently on set, but like this specifically Jason's picture, he looks 30 and he's supposed to be a senior in high school. That's bad. But he has NAT club written under his picture. And then Spencer's like on a hunch and she goes and looks at Garrett Reynolds' picture and he also has the NAT club on his picture. So there's something that's like tying the three of these people together. I hate the storyline with a passion. <laughs> Well, we know that Garrett has been like kind of freaked out about the girls maybe figuring out something about Jason and that there's like this Jason secret or whatever. So Spencer and Toby are like trying to figure out what this means and (laughs) what I I had this moment because Toby's kind of like put a rest to it. Like he doesn't he's like, okay, we can't figure out what it is, whatever. (laughs) He's like chilling. He's like Spencer, Spencer crate yeah i was like it's great time like toby's saying what we're all thinking because spencer's looking through every box like looking for a clue toby's saying what we're all thinking but say what you will about the girl she always knows what's up because she finds a shirt it's true that says something in latin it says nos animarvertos totus that's why i didn't say don't know the second word okay because i knew i couldn't it's say it's in it. latin and so and spencer's like well i speak latin of course then, but i don't know what this says then we get a little bing ad in the middle of the episode she pulls out her yeah. her sidekick phone mm-hmm. and puts in a quick bing search and she finds a translation she also like what comes up is like a picture of a lion very bing which isn't I'm not oh, okay. It's bang. It's like a bang thing. Yeah, they're background. It's a bang thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, girl. I didn't know that. Sorry, I'm not a bang Sorry, queen. Bang's my default um, browser. No way. Yeah. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. What? For real? Uh huh. On what? Are you fucking with me? On what? On my computer. That means you had to manually do that. Yeah, it was just like doing it with Chrome. You you decided to make Bing your homepage? Yeah. Why? Because it's faster. Than Google? Mm-hmm. Less people use it. <laughs> this is the most Phoebe shit I've ever heard in my life. Well, that's fucked up because that's a joke. By that is <laughs> fucked up because that's not I made that up. <laughs> but I kept you hooked for a minute, dude. Well, I was like, surely this can't be real. But then you like told me it was. I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna like keep making fun of her because she gets mad when I like make her feel weird about things she says. So I was like, I'm not gonna like push it that hard. But here we are. Now I know to always trust my gut. I'm like Spencer, always trust my gut and continue ragging on you if I feel it's necessary. If Bing is your homepage, then everything I just said applies to you too and you deserve it. <laughs> Fix it. Fix your life. Um, so anyway, that that NAT translates to we see all, which Spencer puts these puzzle pieces together like basically immediately. She's like, well, we know that Ian likes to videotape little girls. <laughs> She's like, what if Jason and Garrett were in on it too? And then that gives Jason a motive to kill Allison because he, and like now they've got this dark room thing that's also supporting it. So yeah, like Spencer needs a time out or she's about to just go straight to the police. Like, I don't know what she's capable <laughs> Thank of God in this Toby's moment. There. She has an idea and that's dangerous. 
<laughs> women shouldn't be allowed to think. Women shouldn't be allowed to think, but unfortunately, some of them do fall through the cracks and have thoughts. And Spencer's one of them. And they immediately need to be put in crate time. Yeah. <laughs> they immediately um, need to be crated. Yes. Okay. So Ezra finally approaches. They play this stupid fucking game with each other where, like, one person, Arya picks up this pamphlet and she goes, huh? guess i'll look at this basically is what she does with her she's body like, language ah, and like she's looking sighing at it, as loud as like she not can reading and she keeps turning around and looking and then when she turns back around he then turns and looks at her it's horrible it's like don't waste my time seriously we know what's about to happen as a viewer don't waste my time so he does go over to her and she literally like he says have you considered hollis um the teachers there are very hands-on ew. Ew, 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 excuse ew. me while i throw the fuck up disgusting why would he say that in a public place i know and he's like smirking like he's the high schooler and so she like rolls her eyes goes into the courtyard and he follows her and she's like i'm worried about us i just feel like outside forces are like getting in here stop projecting yeah exactly and this whole thing is just like she is just projecting on him the whole time he's like i've told you like jackie it's not anything like you don't need to worry she's not a threat and she goes you wouldn't know a threat if it sat in your lap and made you a gin and tonic aria how do you know what that is is she like trying to make that happen is this like stop trying to make fetch happen like, like this if they sat in your lap and made you a gin and tonic seriously i've never heard <laughs> that a little in my bit life. of a mouthful not as much as a mouthful as the next thing she says because then he's like what are you talking about and like you know, as long as you and I know we're in relationships, then it shouldn't be a problem. And she goes, yeah, well, that didn't stop Jason from, or that didn't stop me from kissing Jason. Oh my God, y'all. What the hell I is she on? I could kill her. <laughs> oh, what is wrong with you that you would, how did you fuck that up? Seriously. You also it's that like up. such a long sentence. It's like so much word vomit. It's like at any point during that sentence did you think maybe I should redirect? Like Ezra one hundred percent thought that you were about to talk about him and Jackie and you could have just gone down that path. <laughs> and said you she's fucked like, no, it up I need for you yourself. to know that people are paying me attention too. God, I can't <laughs> stand her. She doesn't want him to be the only desirable one. But obviously, like she's like, Well, that came out wrong. Um uh I didn't kiss him. He kissed me, but I just didn't. Stop it's almost him. like she kind of likes the power that she has there of like. She a hundred percent likes it. She's like, good. I want to hurt you the way you fucking hurt me. Which I don't even think Ezra really has hurt her, frankly. Well, she's probably like making believe that he did because yeah. she wants to. Luckily or not so luckily, they're saved by Jackie Molina, who comes up and asks Ezra, hey Z. Ugh asks z to go get something from the car and he's like clearly like so upset and then she looks at aria and she says you'll love college it's really gonna help you grow up you'll look back on this time and think i was so naive which is <laughs> like so away. true but like so condescending so bitchy it's so nasty and you know like, Arya just knowing what we know Arya, the last thing Arya thinks about herself is that she's naive most teenagers have I a know. little bit of self-awareness of like i know i'm a teenager Arya doesn't in Arya's head she's no. 30 years old yes Arya's like i'm an old soul yeah like it's just not that, that thought hasn't crossed her mind that she might not be as mature as she'll ever be and kate 2.0 how could you forget kate 2.0 I can't say Kate, unfortunately, without thinking about Kate, the villain on Bachelor in Paradise. Is she a villain now? Who also... Well, I can't stand are you not watching? her. I didn't watch tonight. I mean, she's a villain. She's been a villain. Villain? 
think she's just insufferably Yeah, she's getting a villain edit. She's getting a, a, a mean girl edit. That's fair. 100%. I couldn't get over her. My sister in Christ, I am 33 years old. My sister in Christ, I am 33 And then them editing it all together, I was like, that's fucking oh my God. so funny. Would you if not you run into traffic? Oh my god! I'm like imagining her watching this back. I think she's a realtor for the Oppenheim. I know that's what they keep saying on um, Vile Files. Well, I had seen a TikTok before that I think was her, and it was like a day in the life working at the Oppenheim group. She's so annoying. But she literally like goes up to three different people and says the same exact line in the same exact way. My sister in Christ, I am 33 years old, and then she's talking about this guy and why she shouldn't be with him because he can't afford. A membership at Equinox. She's like, and I she have has a, a personal trainer, um, a trainer, not a trainee. I didn't mean to say that. I thought was hoping that you would just not say <laughs> I'm anything. I'm a trainee. About it. I'm training someone. <laughs> well, Phoebe, you should know better than that. Um, yeah. So anyway, Mona is with Hannah. Hannah's trying on her bridesmaid's dress. I'm waiting for a thank you from you. And Caroline, I'm just so sad you didn't pick that out for me. Again, I'm waiting for a thank you, Caroline, for making sure we all looked amazing. Okay, can you get your head in the game? Because I feel like I've been talking too much because you've been doing whatever you're doing with your nails. But now you need to talk because otherwise it's going to be too annoying. Well, thank you, Caroline, for for picking (laughs) out my wedding dress. My bridesmaid's dress. Your wedding dress? Yeah, Mm -hmm. we probably picked that out too, frankly. (laughs) Probably you're going to have me go try on wedding dresses for you like I did for your prom dress. Yeah. So Mona is standing there hand on her hip a la like Heather's kind of vibe. And I do love these little moments that Mona and Hannah have where we realize that Mona's like really smart. It's like little Easter eggs. Like she will say she'll like reference something and Hannah will be like, yeah, well, whatever that means. Everything that Mona says just goes right over hannah said but except not everything because she does say talking about the dress hannah's wearing kate moss would look like a water buffalo in that (laughs) it's so funny and then she goes who is this hillbilly your dad's marrying and hannah's like (laughs) shut up the whole time i keep waiting for like one of them to come out and i know that kate eventually does but like in my head this is a fitting where like they're like isabel is there and mona's just like talking so loudly then Kate comes in and Kate 2.0. We're already getting these like digs in at Hannah. Like they're already setting the scene because Hannah's like, I didn't expect to see you. Like, why aren't you in school? And Kate says, Oh, well, all my classes are AP and we're testing and I took my tests early. Which is just like, shut up. And then she goes, Why aren't you in school? And Hannah goes, <laughs> College fair. I'm gonna pick up my college the same way I pick up my clothes. In a catalog. Yeah, and Kate, like, reacts so shitty. She's like, uh, that's funny. <laughs> it's like, okay, you don't need to be a c- Oh, my God. Phoebe, do not leave that in. Seriously. Okay. Phoebe. I really do editing. not want you to ever leave that in. Do not leave that in. But, yeah, so they're all going to go get lunch together, which I'm sure is going to be a real blast. Then Emily is going to get her massage. She's super excited feeling it's going to be short-lived we start at the stables yes at the stables the stables and this is about like the secondhand embarrassment and cringe that i feel this whole time is just uh, like heartbreaking to me yeah it's painful there's been a change in plans 
because Mona said to Kate that she loves horseback riding and she went to like equestrian camp. So Kate's like, oh my God, I'll take you guys horseback riding. So Hannah, Mona, Kate, and her two friends, um, Bitsy and Margo. <laughs> or as Hannah says, Margox? Uh, and you must say Margox. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Margo. The X is silent. And then Mona's like, oh, parlez-vous français or whatever. Because um, she spells it the French way. I don't remember what the other girl's name is, but it's so funny. Mona says hi and Kate goes, you can call her Bitsy. I'd I rather not. Elizabeth. I'm going to start calling Caroline I don't know Caroline what the fuck she said. I'm going to start calling Caroline Bitsy. I would rather not call anybody Bitsy. Bitsy, Bitsy spider. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Uh-uh. I'm not trying to be Bitsy anything. I'm not trying to see the Itsy Bitsy spider. I'm not trying to see the bitch called Bitsy from Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> I'm I'm anti-Bitsy. And there I said it. But yeah, Mona is overall mortified by Hannah. Everything Hannah does, everything <laughs> Hannah says, Mona wants to literally crawl under a rock and hide. Because Hannah's like, Kate asks if she feels comfortable writing Western or English style if she's written English before. And Hannah goes, no, I'm still working on American. <laughs> Kate goes, you mean Western? Like, just shut the fuck up, Kate. It's okay. She doesn't know how. I can't. But yeah, so the girls go ahead of Hannah and Mona so that Hannah can kind of catch up. But what actually happens is Hannah and Mona somehow get lost in the woods because the horse bites Hannah's ankle. I really wish we had seen this all go down. I know. I know. They gypped us. But I guess Mona did not go to equestrian camp. And so now they're like lost. They lost Kate's horses. Like things have just gone terribly awry. But Mona does have a quote that I think is worth noting. She says, Hannah, the key to survival is adaptability. I just think that's an important line from her, to be honest. Um, Mm. Okay, so Emily is getting her massage. This is the most harrowing scene I've ever seen in this show. Uh, Well... (laughs) No, literally the I violation. I, I, this is a very disturbing scene, I think. So Emily's on the table and someone walks in. We immediately know something's up as the viewer, but Emily's like mm-hmm. into it. This well, massage. Well, we see someone shrouded in darkness, like, like even gloves, I think. Which is like All Emily. Black. Yeah. Emily, we didn't feel that. And so this person the specter is um massaging emily emily goes that feels great the massage goes on whatever so the massage ends the original masseuse walks in the room and says are you ready to begin i'm sorry there was a scheduling conflict oh my god but you not and emily's like what i'd pass out <laughs> emily's like there was someone in here i'm sorry i want to see the girl's reaction to this let's run the tapes back let's figure out i'm sorry there's a lawsuit there's a lawsuit in here somewhere. Like 100%. She should be I so wanna know she should be oh my god. freaking out. I would be losing my shit. Imagine how violated you would feel. Like I it's actually unimaginable to me. No. Like I would never feel clean. I would never feel safe. No. A is psychologically and and physically just violating Emily like in every way. It's just so horrifying. So Emily like runs home. Well, she sees like written on the condensation in a water glass, the letter A. So she like runs out. She goes to call Dr. Sullivan, which I thought she was going to Dr. Sullivan's office after school. I guess she chose the massage. And like right as she's about to press call, she gets a text from A that says, do you see how easy it is for me to get my hands around your throat? Oh, my God. Would you not just piss yourself? (laughs) Like, 
I'm sorry. This storyline is is like just I don't know. It's so deeply disturbing to me. I don't know. Do you not feel the same? No, I do. It's it's like ugh. it's icky. Like that's the best I don't word know. for it. I just don't like to be touched, like even by people that I know and love and like. So like <laughs> the idea of a stranger, like and you just having no idea. Like you've already built a little bit of rapport with the person that you think is going to be doing it, and then realizing that it wasn't. I that mean, it's person. a very personal, vulnerable like experience. Like, and everyone's not comfortable doing it. Like you're very exposed yeah, the masseuse can be in, in a position of power it's just very like yeah i just it's like horrifying to me okay but so then we go to aria she's in the Ugh. apple road apple rose grill yeah and she's with Jason. why is she not like chasing after ezra <laughs> like seriously literally uh, can't well, jason approaches her oh i thought they were just like there together no jason approaches her and he's like can i sit with you and she's like um but ultimately she does let him and he goes you're not so scared of me are you it hasn't been that long since she found out that you had those pictures (laughs) yeah not to mention she told you she's in a relationship and last time you saw her you kissed her on the mouth (laughs) so like i would be a little skittish around you too my dude like huh and 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 this kills me aria is holding the framed photo of herself sleeping (laughs) that Allie or Jason took whatever and she goes this is beautiful (laughs) (laughs) if that isn't the most picture perfect example of who Aria is is to her core Aria what's beautiful (laughs) what about it specifically the the frame the the glass the angle or your face (laughs) your own sleeping face she's like I look like a doll (laughs) She doesn't this say that. This is like but what they were picturing when they when they wrote Snow White. Yes, yes. When they yes. wrote Sleeping Beauty, this. She's like, this could be the cover of like a dark, like supernatural romance. She's novel. like, Jason, something like Jason, Twilight. Have you ever read Twilight? <laughs> She's like, I think this. I, let's send it to Stephanie Meyer. I think this can be a contender. She's like, for you're her kind of like cover. my Jacob. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Z is like my Edward and you're like my Jacob. Oh my God. The names too. E, Ezra, Edward, oh my God. J, Jacob, Jason. <gasps> okay. We've just identified some major parallels. Good for us. <laughs> Good we for thought us. it was just Harry Potter. Good for us. <laughs> then Jason and Arya are like talking and <laughs> nosy ass Spencer sees them through the window from across the street with Toby. Toby, who is still not succeeded and getting Spencer to take a fucking nap. Well, with this, Toby kind of uh, pushes her a little bit with this one because he goes, should we go in there? That would have been the, I would have favored that. To what she's about to do. Over what Spencer did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's actually, this is leaning into one of my favorite lines in the entire series. Yeah, it is a good Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, just Mm -hmm. my favorite like Mm -hmm. individual piece of dialogue. Oh, I thought you meant like the plot line. No, there's a piece of dialogue coming up because of what is about to happen. That is, I remember, I remember watching the episode for the first time and absolutely losing it, laughing. Okay, it's not going to be that funny to Caroline. I can predict that now because now I've just said that it made me laugh. But I think it's funny. Okay, so do you want to f- continue on with the scene though? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. Um, out. I just, you just keep going. <laughs> No, no, you need to talk. I was literally just talking. I know, but you. I feel like I'm doing so much talking and you just like are on your phone or something or picking at your nail polish. Uh, so I need you I to was like just, talk too. We were just doing fine. I was just talking. 
but no i was talking so when you listen back you'll hear what i'm talking about okay i just don't i don't like listening to the podcast and all i hear is my own voice it's annoying <laughs> and i feel like people are probably like oh my god she doesn't let phoebe talk but the truth is it's like pulling freaking teeth phoebe cannot stop with her nails Anyway, she's obsessed with her nails tonight. <laughs> I cannot even tell you what I'm looking at. Like she the whole time since I got in here. Actually, actually not just on this Zoom, but the entire day. I actually woke up to a picture of Phoebe's hand of her fingers that she said in the family group text of one of her nails broken. But it's like her four fingers in the dark, by the way. It's everything is black. It's a flash photo her specialty we find out when people are sleeping of her hand just her fingers in the in, dar- in the dark with one of her nails broken so that was um what i woke up to. and then i got in the joint facetime with my mom and phoebe and phoebe just like starts putting her hands up to the camera i'm like i see i see she did over and over again the same finger with the broken nail over and over and over again i was like uh-huh oh my god stop. yes i see it stop, oh my god stop, stop. and now Tonight I get on and she has not stopped looking at her nails and picking her nail polish off. I can tell she's doing it. I can see that some of her nails are completely short and some are long. <laughs> she's picking the nail polish off and cutting her nails. <laughs> so so get your head in the fucking game or I'm going to out you to all of our oh fans. <laughs> I'm in immense pain. And now you know. <laughs> so Phoebe. Finish it up for us. <laughs> um, Ezra's parked in front of the school. <laughs> and he's like getting ready to leave. This is like so classic. This is so funny. Spencer moving to my <laughs> know, it's always. so funny. And Spencer like looks at Ezra. Okay, Spencer gets in the car. Ezra's like about to yeah, pull away. Yeah, you can't miss that. And Spencer just like lets herself into Ezra's car, sits down and starts buckling. <laughs> I thought it was like, buckling. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, you buckle too. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Jackie. And, uh, me too. And Ezra's like, uh, hey, do you need a ride? <laughs> and she's like, I have to tell you. And I forgot in this moment that he doesn't me know. Me too. Spencer knows. She's like, I have to tell you something. But before I tell you that, I have to tell you another thing. I know about you and Aria. <laughs> and Ezra's like, oh okay, my God. what the fuck? He's like, you do. And she's like, yeah. And she's in danger is what she says. And so they're like having a conversation now, but we're panning out and we see Ella Montgomery walk in front of the school and see what's going on. And she clocks it. She's like that. Something is off about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how she saw that from across the street well, she probably saw spencer levitate over to the side of ezra's car yeah she probably did cause a scene had to she's probably so running down the back. street not to miss yes, Ezra. No, for sure she was toby's like spencer spencer where did you go <laughs> he like turns away for one second he's like god <laughs> i let you out of my sight for one minute now i'm gonna have to drive around all night finding you i'm gonna have to put out alerts on next door <laughs> he's like tying his shoe and she's gone <laughs> He's like, my dog is lost. It's great time. <laughs> <laughs> so we start with Aria going to Jason's house. The way this has progressed. Oh, my God. is shocking to me. It's baffling. Like, I'm sorry. You just, I guess, accidentally told your boyfriend that you kissed somebody else. 
and then tried to reassure him that actually it's not a threat and it's okay. And then you like had coffee with that guy and now you're going to his house with him. But she draws the line at the shed. Yeah. Then she like gets scared. It's like, okay, well you're in a secluded area. You just traveled with him from one place to another and now you're choosing to be scared. Okay, whatever. So he's going to get like a box of Allie's things and he's going to give it to Aria. And up pulls Mr. Fitz, who has like come to save Aria from Jason. And he tells Aria that Spencer talked to him and that he knows Spencer knows. I, if I'm Aria, I'm mortified by Mr. Fitz because Jason just seems so much cooler than Mr. Fitz. It's like, especially in the outfit he's wearing, like yeah, everything like about how they're depicting Ezra. Up. I know. I know they're like really leaning into like the bad boy, good guy vibe, even though mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's reversed. But Arya goes to like talk to Jason and and he's basically like eyeing up Ezra. He's like, I know you're unavailable, whatever. Arya is talking to Ezra and he says that like because they have to keep it a secret, that's what's affecting their relationship negatively. So he wants to tell everybody and he wants to start with her parents. What do you um, think of this idea of Phoebe? I think it's moronic. In I think they're both sanity. I think he's an ignoramus. Oh my god, he's an ignoramus. If I've ever seen one, yeah, ignoramus Ugh. energy. That is, <laughs> um, it's, yeah. We then go back over to the stables. Oh my god, I remember watching this scene when I was in high school. Like you just can't believe it. I just can't believe this. Actually, this whole episode is a bunch of shit that I just can't believe. But this is it's definitely a, pretty solid a standout episode. moment. It is a solid episode. It's good. It's a good 10th episode of the season. Would you like to do the honors of this one? Yeah. So Mona and Hannah are in like the like locker room kind of area of the stables talking. And Hannah basically accuses Mona of like just wanting to be friends with Kate and like really trying to be buddy buddy with them and all their friends. And it's making Hannah feel really bad about herself. Mm-hmm. And so Hannah eventually just starts going on. Well, Mona says, have you ever thought that maybe you're not trying hard enough? And they kind of get into a fight. Which, okay, which poking sends, the bear, Mona. Yeah, read the room. Read the room. But Hannah gets so worked up that she starts just like, she calls Kate a skank and like says that she kisses her friends and doesn't want to be a part of the family, like all this she stuff. She literally goes, Kate, her mom, and those little bitches can go to hell for all I care. <laughs> That's one of the things she says. Just one of the many things that she says. And we then realize, because we we can see Kate now outside with her friends looking into this, like, barn. And we can hear so, them, like, like, oh, my God. Like, what? Like, they're yeah, reacting to something. and everybody's like, what are they reacting to? And then we realize that Hannah's voice is being broadcasted over the entire stable <sighs> system. Because, oh, my God. Because someone put their hat. On the little button that turns well, the microphone on. Someone accidentally put their hat. Oh, who would who would I ever cannot. do that? I actually cannot with that. And then they go outside, and Hannah like tries to apologize, but it's a really horrible situation altogether. Yeah, not gonna happen. Then we have a a true jump scare, like a jump scare for everyone involved. Spencer comes hurtling down <laughs> her steps as she does. <laughs> Basically screams and drops to the floor. I mean, she doesn't, but she might as well. She's like, (gasps) and Jenna, I mean, but that's the reaction I have too. Jenna is just sitting in her living room. Can you imagine anything more shocking and horrifying? And she goes, your mom let me in. What? I have a tough time believing that. And she didn't inform Spencer. I feel like like, I would be like, 
I feel like Veronica like kind of knows what's up with the Jenna thing. Like I feel like Spencer Probably. might have been like, mom, mom, this happened. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess not. But like, I just feel like Veronica can at least every read the time room. a Hastings girl comes home, they actually have to be hooked up to a lie detector. They have and to go to confession. Peter and Veronica. Yes. Well, no, no, no. They go through the lie detector first. Peter does that, mm-hmm. and then they move into confession. If they yeah. lied. They have even more to confess. They're like, our secrets are what keep us close as a family. <laughs> We're the dark yeah. details. We are and the dark details. Jenna makes a comment. Oh, I know exactly what you're about to say. That is just so on nail point. right on the head for what we've been so saying for the past point. three episodes, basically. She says, Spencer, you're just like the little terrier I always thought you were. She says, you need to stop digging like the hungry terrier I always thought you were. I was close. Hungry terrier. Stop yeah. digging. But I don't know. Is that like, not exactly me, what we've been saying? <laughs> I don't know if she's a terrier. Maybe because she's mm. petite. But to me, she's I mean, terriers, more of like, I think, are like persistent. She's like a poodle to me. I don't know. Because she has the class of a poodle and the anxiety of a poodle. Yeah, but... I don't think like I think terriers kind of always seem like they're on a mission. Like that's fair. Sid vibes, you know, but Sid if yeah, he had night cue. If he had Yeah, Nike. exactly, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so Jenna's basically like I know what you're doing and you need to stop because it's going to put you and Toby in a lot of danger and Spencer just kind of like yeah. reminds her that she knows a lot about jenna's relationship with toby well at first jenna even tries to pretend like she's the upper hand because she's like remember we had a deal because they talked yeah. about the blackmail but it's like jenna and spencer's mm, like remember what they have on you is pretty you bad your brother and yeah. then spencer jenna goes to leave and spencer just has one more dig to kind of gain control and over jenna and she her. says tell garrett i say hi so now jenna knows that spencer knows that she and garrett are together yeah. Woo! sheesh it's a good one. Okay, so then Jenna like goes and gets in Garrett's car and fills him in. I love when we get these little scenes with Jenna and Garrett because they're always just like reiterating information that is crucial to moving the plot ahead. Um, mm-hmm. And so Jenna's like, she's looking at yearbooks. They're going to figure it out. It's time to talk to Jason. So I guess they're going to make a plan. They're going to. Also, when I put Jason. that poll on our Spotify of like, do you think jenna and garrett have ever told a joke to each other every answer was no every answer was no people can agree on one thing and that's that's that jenna and garrett have never made a joke it's good it was a good poll i like when you do the polls because it's always like a fun little surprise when i go to see how our podcast episodes are doing how many of you are listening um it's like fun yeah it's fun interaction a little surprise when i see the and i'm I don't glad you all interact with it like yeah thank you guys for doing it. it's fun it's fun for us even more fun for us would be if you also rated um and and reviewed and shared with all your friends that would be cool that would also be fun for us <laughs> what's next <laughs> like you're like really embarrassing me caroline what's next um hannah 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 runs into her house and gets out the snacks. And I think I think we've all been there. I think we can all relate to this exact feeling she's having. And her mom walks in and like can obviously tell something's up. And then Tom Marin calls. 
and he's like talking to Ashley about how the girls hung out and it was so great. And then Ashley's like, oh, Kate wants to talk to you, Hannah. So Hannah gets on the phone. She's like, oh my God, Kate, thank you so much for not saying anything. I'm so sorry. Kate is in her Blair Waldorf era. She just watched an episode of Gossip Girl. I mean, we've got 100%. the question thing and now this. It's so Blair Waldorf. She basically goes, you know, like riding a horse does not come naturally to everyone and horses have to be trained and you have to break them down until they know that like you own them and you tell them what to do and until they know that you're their master and Jesus. that is how you're going to feel when I am done with you. Welcome to the family, sis. It was Holy very like shit. Godfather, that thing from the yes. Kardashians and Blair Waldorf. Like she just yes. like, watched She's like, every all of those things at the same time. And I want to ask you, what would you do if you're Kate? Okay. Are you like, no, I'm going to tell Tom that it went fine and I'm not going to take the obvious route of like getting Hannah in trouble. I'm going to take care of it myself. Or are you telling I'd probably Tom? tell my mom. Okay. So you're you not know handling how I am. it. Yeah. I wouldn't get back at Hannah. Ugh. But karma is my boyfriend. Oh my God. Can I just say, I tweeted mm. it today. I just need to say, nothing makes me happier and more sure that karma is my boyfriend and that karma is a God and that karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend because we got Taylor Swift tickets and my mortal enemies haven't last I checked. Yeah. So if I'm Hannah, I'm not sleeping ever again. Poor fucking Hannah. But yeah, Kate 2.0, back with a vengeance. And she's also, we didn't mention, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Not that now. Kate 1.0 wasn't pretty. They're just, it's, she's just like, this girl looks like she's on the CW. They wanted she someone like she's to make Hannah girl. feel bad about herself. Yeah, and so you can imagine how pretty the person would have to be for that to happen. Okay, crazy scene. Phoebe loves this scene, so you go ahead and take it. Aria in her bedroom. Aria is just sitting on her bay window, putting Allie's bracelets on, looking at Allie's dolls, pondering. Ella walks in. She's like, what are you doing? She goes, well, Jason just gave me this box of all of Allie's old things. And then they kind of get to talking. And Ella, well, first Ella's like, can you tell Mike that like therapy's not going to make him a loser and all this stuff? Again, just like advertisements for therapy. And then it's like, if I remember correctly, Aria was not pumped about going to therapy. Yeah. Aria's like, no, like I ended up really liking going. Yeah. I was Aria, like, you liked it, right? I was like, yeah, I know. I didn't even know y'all stopped going and you certainly were not excited about it when you went, but okay. But okay. We can change the narrative. So Ella goes to leave and then she goes, uh, actually there was something else. <laughs> when Mr. Fitz taught, at the high school a couple months ago, there were rumors that he was having a relationship with a student. And I just thought they were that. I thought they were rumors. Then I saw Spencer get into his car. Or no, no, no. She goes, is there something, do you, is there something you want to tell me? Is there something going on with Mr. Fitz? And then she, she's like, is there something going on with Mr. Fitz? And Spencer. <laughs> yeah, she pauses like that long. Literally, she's like, Phoebe, you did just like jumble the fuck out of that, though. I know, but I'll edit it. It'll it be fine. <laughs> You're like, she said this. And then well, she, then she also was like, and Spencer got in the car. 
Wait, no, she didn't say that. She actually <laughs> just like stopped there. And then she said, what's going on with Mr. Fit? Well, no, she said, she, she said, is there something you need to tell me about Mr. Fitz? And Spencer. doesn't matter. It's going to be fine. <laughs> no one's even going to hear it. Um, Aria bursts out laughing. He goes, what? It's like, maybe you could cover it a little bit better and be like, why would you say because that? Because she looks petrified the whole time leading up to her And reaction. then she's like laughing. So I would, as yeah. if I was Ella, I'd be like, huh. God, that is a God weird Ella said reaction. And Spen- like, and Spencer. Seriously. God. Can you imagine? Oh my God. Oh my God. But also if I'm Aria, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to go well because Ella's like, yeah, I like really hope that's not true because if it were true, because Aria's like, well, would it be so bad if it was true? Oh uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, like, it would. Well, if it was true, then I would be really disappointed that like he abused his power like that. And actually I would be more than disappointed. I would also feel really betrayed. I don't think Aria heard a damn word of that. No. I'm just going to. I'm just going to guess. I totally agree. So then we go back to Hannah's house and (laughs) Spencer hands Emily like a cup of tea and she goes, hey, small sips. (laughs) What the hell? Small sips, small hands. I am for sure going to say that to you every time I hand you a drink from now until the end of time. Hey, small sips, small sips. Hey, small sips. This is a big cup of milk. Small sips. Two hands. Two hands, small sips. We should get reusable straws as merch that say small sips. Yes, that say small sips. Single-handedly saving the environment. Yes. And making a buck. Absolutely. So they're laying in Hannah's bed. They're talking about like who could be A. And they've kind of come across this idea that maybe A isn't one person Maybe it's actually a group of people. So I can tell we're kind of leaning towards the NAT club. Every time they come Um, to like a grand conclusion like this, like when they decided that they maybe didn't think that the person that murdered Allie was also A or like vice versa or whatever. Every time they make a conclusion like this, I'm just like, I thought we made this conclusion four episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. They need to like second guess themselves for at least a few episodes before we can move forward with any of these hunches. But yeah, so they're they're kind of thinking this because Emily's like, you know, I don't know if I felt like a girl or a guy. Honestly, I have no clue. Emily's super shaken up, as you could guess. She's taken like a million showers. She's just not like super doing well. And she does get a missed call from Dr. Sullivan, but she she doesn't answer. Here's what I need to say. Spencer's like, oh, I think Arya's here and I need to go down. Like I have a feeling she's like not going to be happy with me. So Spencer goes down. Arya like runs in the house. She's like, where's Emily? Is she okay? And Spencer's like, yeah, yeah, she's fine. Um, Arya, I, Arya's not mad at Spencer. No. Arya is like 0% mad at Spencer. She's like, actually, thank you. Because it like made him step up. Here's what I want to say. She gives her like a big hug and Spencer's like, oh my God, you're not mad. Imagine if anyone else had done this to Arya. Like if Emily had done it. Do you remember what Aria said to Emily this morning when Emily was like, Jason kissed her and she goes, thanks, Em. I really needed that on top of everything else. (laughs) And Spencer literally says to Ezra, hey, number one, I know you're dating Aria, so I'm going to betray Aria's trust. Number two, I'm going to tell you to like go pick her up at Jason's house. She's like got the hospital. Spencer didn't know that Ezra knew about the kiss. So she also told Ezra about that. She was going in prepared to, yeah, to, yeah, like rat her out. And Arya's not mad. Well, here's why. Here's exactly why Arya's not mad. 
Oh, because right, she, right. she's walking up the stairs and Arya's like, well, you know, it all worked out because my mom thinks you're the one hooking up with Ezra. And Spencer's and like, she says what? it. What? I know. Arya says it like it's like the most hilarious thing. Like it's a super casual joke. Oh, <laughs> she actually thinks it's you. It's like, no, 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 Arya, we're not laughing about this because the whole point <laughs> is that your mom most, then is going to find most out. Most people think it's you? pretty serious, actually. That and allegation. It's like not going well. Yeah. And like Spencer's not actually not thrilled with it spencer actually might not be mad at you which i know is something you never thought could happen it might it just <laughs> might <laughs> so yeah so our final like scene before our a scene we have jason just lounging on the porch it looks like he's waiting for someone but then he's surprised when the someone comes up i okay i thought he didn't seem that surprised throughout the conversation though you realize that like he wasn't really expecting him or he's no, like he kind of not like expecting him weirded out that he's th- not weirded out but he's yes. like man but it see does seem here. like this is like something that happens maybe periodically yeah. like and that jason maybe sensed that it was coming up based on like just what's been going on i don't know because garrett comes and jason kind of i don't know he like says something that kind of insinuates he was like thought garrett might need to talk to him and garrett like tries to offer jason a beer and he's a dick about it He's a super dick about it. He goes, oh, I forgot. Ugh. Which is like. Really fucked up. Jason's sober. So. Um, yeah. But so Garrett and J- Garrett tells Jason he just wants to make sure they're cool. Which I'm sure means keep my fucking secrets, dude. Yeah, for real. We have an A scene. So we are in Dr. Sullivan's office and we get one of those A scenes where it's POV. You're A. Dr. Sullivan like closes the door and she goes, sorry, I was on the phone with a client. We can assume that was Emily. And then she goes, it's really cold in here, isn't it? Great, great acting. And she goes over to the coat rack. It's only so we can see that a black hoodie is on the coat rack. So we know A is the one in the office. We didn't even need that. We actually knew that. (laughs) That's the only thing that ever happens. It's clear from the shaky camera work. And then she sits down and she goes, so what did you want to talk about today? And that's it. (laughs) And that's the A scene. So... Ooh, a little bit nerve-wracking. It seems like A can be everywhere at once. So maybe A is a team. I don't know. Maybe. I literally don't know. Um, okay, cool. So that was actually, yeah, that was a jam-packed episode. That was great. Uh, next week, we have season two, episode 11, called I Must Confess. After being pushed around, threatened, and more by A, Emily is at a breaking point, And her friends know that something drastic has to be done to save her. The girls turn to the only person they have come to trust, Dr. Ann Sullivan. Oh, we get a first and last name. Dr. Ann Sullivan. How dramatic. And I think this episode is going to be in person. It is going to be. Wait. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, yeah, because we'll do it Tuesday. Um, yeah, so Phoebe and I are recording a bunch. So remember, we've got our normal episode next Thursday, which I believe is going to be a drinking game episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, and then we will also be releasing a special Pretty Little Liars Original Sin finale recap. And we'll also be doing like just a general advice kind of episode. Just trying to get some more stuff out there while we're together. Some some little Christmas presents for you. <laughs> so that's pretty much it from us. Let us know if you got Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah. Comment and let us know. Let us know. Let if us you're know gonna, what which show you're seeing. Yeah, which show you're gonna go to. Um keep us posted on that. And we will s- oh and send in advice, things you need advice for, embarrassing stories, whatever. And we will see you next week.
Yes. You started it. You have to finish it. Rock and roll.